It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, happy Sunday, gang. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, there's only one place to start as West Ham United scored a last-minute winner in extra time as well to beat National League North side Kidderminster Harriers in the FA Cup fourth round. Shortly, we'll hear from both managers and the West Ham legend that is Alvin Martin. But first, here's how it all played out on FA Cup Game Day, live on TalkSport. West Ham have won the tie, but Kidderminster Harriers have won the day. They were on the verge of the greatest shock in FA Cup history. 28 years ago, they shocked the world by getting to the fifth round of the FA Cup. They were so close to doing so. I've seen something today that I don't think I've ever seen before. As soon as that Jared Bowen goal went in, every single Kidderminster fan was on their feet applauding their team. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. I'm, uh, I'm disappointed, obviously, but immensely proud. We were fantastic today. That might have been good for you, boys. Not so good for me. It didn't look as if it was going to go our way. And uh, great credit to Kidderminster how well they've done. And West Ham have won the tie, Alvin Martin, but Kidderminster Harriers have won the hearts of everybody in it and probably the nation. If there's a way to exit the FA Cup, Kidderminster have just shown us the way. You, you, you walk off the pitch with your crowd cheering you, with your head held high. They played through extra time with aching limbs, with energy sapped from their, every sinew of their muscles. And they thought they'd gone to a penalty shootout. To be that close is, is heartbreaking, but also when I wake up tomorrow and I'm, I'm a little bit cooler, I'll, be, I'll, I'll reflect on how proud I am. It's just a bitter, cruel feeling like for them to get two late goals because, like I say, we're nine, well, not even 90 minutes, we're two minutes away from, from taking the Premier League side out of the competition. I said that I thought their team was really unlucky and I felt that you know, they had probably deserved, as I said, to get the game to penalty kicks. feel for the players. But I know when they wake up on Monday, they will be immensely proud. The families are immensely proud and we've took a top team all the way to the end today. We've shown we can compete with the best being at the Premier League, so why can't we compete at our level as well? A whole afternoon in which Kidderminster Harriers, 115 places below their illustrious opponents, had held on and held on and held on. But right at the very last, when they were clawing their way to penalties, they've been undone 
by Jared Bowen. We've just got to take every positive we can from today because it's, it's been tremendous. Like It's been a tremendous day out for his friends, his family. It's remarkable. Things like this don't happen in other countries. This is uh, a six-tier team taking a, a top-flight team all the way to the wire. It's something special, but it just shows you the, about the sport in this country. Agbar is stunned. It's emotionally drained. And Kidderminster are going out. Well, I, I don't know who wrote this script, Sam, but he didn't have a heart. They've raised the profile of the club and they've put this club, it, it was already on the map, but in a different way, right up there with some of the best performances the competition's ever seen. Plays it down the left and it's collected now into the path of Rice, who skates into the box. He takes on one defender and smashes it into the top of the net. And Declan Rice rescues West Ham United in stoppage time away at Agbra. Adrian, if he hadn't come on, West Ham would not have gone through. As simple as that. He had a massive, massive impact on the game. We needed we needed something special, uh, and he got us something special that was required. A quality goal by a quality player when it was needed most. Declan Rice showed today why he's the best. Um, he took the ball and he controlled the game and um, he completely changed their style of play so I don't like him at the moment Declan he was just head and shoulders above everybody for ability one individual got West Ham out of jail and it was Declan Rice absolutely can't see much more than that elsewhere Super Frankie Lampard got off to a winning start as Everton manager as they tonked Brentford 4-1 in the FA Cup we'll hear from Lamps in a moment as well as Everton defender Mason Holgate but first here's how that game sounded on TalkSport 2 with Joe Shannon, the former Everton striker Kevin Campbell and Crystal Palace legend Darren Ambrose. And the full-time whistle goes and for Everton is this a sign of things to come? They have started life under Frank Lampard with a thoroughly convincing FA Cup victory here over Brentford. A good start, I'm not getting carried away but yeah, a dream night, a dream day for me today. Yeah. You feel that there's a lot more potential to be achieved here at Everton that hasn't been realised. Certainly not so far this season. But under Frank Lampard, maybe just maybe something special could be possible. I don't want to call it in before a game, but in behind the scenes, I knew the players would work. They're listening to what we're trying to do, and I think you saw that on the pitch. Not just a win, not just a the quick glance at 4-1, but the way we played, the way we were aggressive, the way we played through lines and we stayed on the ball. This happens quite often. We've seen Dan, a new manager bounce, and it seems to have happened at Everton. And like you said, they're, they're in the hat for the next round. Frank Lampard is going to be absolutely delighted. It's the, the, the reaction we wanted with the new boss. It's important to start winning games and getting that feeling back in the changing room because it's been a while. What's needed for, for Everton and, and, and Frank mm. Lampard is the Premier League. They need to uh, improve their performances and start creeping away from that relegation zone. I actually saw one of the quotes from Alan Ball in the dressing room we've got here, which is like, when, when, when Everton touches you in your life, you, you change forever. You know, something along that. Sorry to not get it perfectly, but I can sense that. Cuts it back towards Iwobi, corner of the penalty area, and he lays it off for Townsend to hit it! And Townsend has fired it in! And it is a perfect first game in charge for Frank Lampard at Everton. To get out in front, is a positive and then to keep our foot down and keep going is another positive. The club's motto, nothing but the best, is good enough. This is as good a start as he surely could have asked for. A rapturous win, a rapturous welcome and a performance that, you know, really gave them some 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 
impetus to support the club again. You know, that feeling, they wanted to have that feeling and they've got it today. I'm concerned that they could be creeping towards the relegation zone. They have a huge game on Tuesday against Newcastle. Uh, they're only four points above mm. Newcastle who sit the last place in the relegation zone. And then another big game against Leeds. So that will be his focus now. If we're at it like that we've got nothing to worry about but it's easy to say that we've got to go and put the points on the board and do it consistently it's only a start it's only a start and it's a good start so we, we've got to cling on to the good side of that but at the same time understand that big league games are coming and a sense of real positivity and optimism at Goodison Park Everton are back Everton 4 Brentford 1 two seconds at this club and you understand what it means to these fans so I'm, uh, I'm delighted to be here and um, I'll keep working now staying with the FA Cup and Chelsea had to come from behind to beat League One Plymouth whilst Norwich booked their place in the fifth round after beating Wolves. Here's the best of the rest of the FA Cup action across the TalkSport network. Well the FA Cup can be a heartmaker. It's been a heartbreaker for Plymouth Argyle. Yeah, everybody believes it's sometimes so easy to, to play a game but... Um... It is, it is not in the FA Cup. It's not a bad delivery, and it's been headed in. Plymouth Argyle take the lead at Stamford Bridge, and the former Newcastle United youngster sends 6,000 Argyle fans into raptures. What a start in West London. The European champions behind against the team from League One. But Plymouth gifted the chance to take us to penalties. Oh, it's given away by Malong Saar, and here's Hardy into the penalty area, tripped by Saar. It's a Plymouth Argyle penalty. Hardy against Aretha Balaga to surely take this game to penalties. Aretha Balaga bounces on the line. Hardy down to the left-hand side, and it's saved by Aretha Balaga. It's not the first time that he saved this penalty. It's also a certain ability he has. Does it a lot in training. Chelsea just about into the fifth round of the FA Cup. It finishes here at Stamford Bridge after extra time. Chelsea 2, Plymouth Argyle 1. We are happy that we are at the Andreas route. I'm gutted that we didn't manage to take it to penalties and then who knows, but but as, it, um, as the manager, I can, I can be really um, really pleased with them and because everything that we asked, they tried and, and they did the best. He blows a whistle for full time and Dean Smith's fine run as Norwich City manager continues here at Molyneux this afternoon. I believe that we're, we're very competitive. We're playing against a very good team who are in good form and they only changed you know, the goalkeeper from their last Premier League game, which just shows how important they saw the game as well. So um, really pleasing that we're being really competitive and the players look like they're enjoying their football now. Kenny McLean is a goal-scoring hero, but every Norwich player deserves applaudits because that was a rock-solid all-round team performance and the Canaries fans are way to my left celebrate a very, very impressive performance and a superb victory for ever-improving Norwich City. Because you're in the third round, you don't have to play that many games to try and get to the final. You need a bit of luck along the way, you know that with the draw. Um, but I think it showed everybody how important it was to us and the fans today. Can they use a cup run to bolster their Premier League survival hopes as well? That was an impressive display from Dean Smith's side. It's finished here at Molyneux. Wolves nil, Norwich City won. Now, moving on to the Premier League and Roy Hodgson's first game in charge of Watford ended in a draw with Burnley. It was, of course, very, very much live on TalkSport. The full-time whistle goes at Turf Moor. 
points are shared, no goals between the Premier League's bottom two. But for Roy Hodgson in his first game back in the Premier League as Watford manager, he has earned Watford's first Premier League clean sheet since February 2020, the season before last. I can't say that uh, we deserved anything other than at least a point from this game. It's been a long time coming. I think let's not take away any kind of respect for Sean Dyche as well because they keep, keep clean sheets for fun. It was a strong performance, I thought, from this Watford team to, to come here today. You know, it's a, a team of still players who haven't played much uh, football in the Premier League. You know, Ray and I have only had 10 sessions working with them, so, you know, we're putting a lot of information in which maybe they haven't had a lot of time to assimilate. So I've got to say that I leave here today more than happy with the with the nil-nil result. It's going to be difficult for either of these teams to get out of it and I'd be surprised if they do but I think it's a point for, for Roy and for Watford coming away from home after not keeping a clean sheet since February 2020 I think that's a massive feather in the cap for them. As a start and there's something for the players to try and build on because we need a lot more points going forward maybe it was uh, as good as it's going to get. The points have to be shared in the end between the basement battlers. Full-time here at Turf Moor. Burnley nil, Watford nil. Both defences were on top. It's a difficult night for forwards to take take over in games like this. The conditions, the wind, the rain. But I thought it was a really evenly contested game and I thought a draw was probably the right result, Faye. Look, there's some good signs about what we're trying to do. Two clean sheets back-to-back, of course. Two tough games coming, that's the reality. For us, I think, to get that point today after a disappointing run of form of course in these conditions that, that's got to be something which we've got to see as a real positive Moving on to boxing and Chris Eubank Jr beat Liam Williams in Cardiff Here's all the best of TalkSport's coverage with the wonderful Alan Catchell and the team at the Cardiff International Arena or as I like to call it the CIA Victor Lachlan, Phil Edwards Terry O'Connor scored about 116, 109, 116, 108, 117, 109. Declaring your winner by unanimous decision, Chris Eubank Jr. We thought that Fury Wilder was a kind of spectacle that cannot be topped, and whilst I don't put it in the same bracket, it hooed, it froze, Williams was out of it, then he was back in it. It was amazing stuff. I've got to say, I was, and maybe this is a bit harsh, but I was a bit disappointed with him in the last round. I know he's showing how brilliant his movement is, and he's trying to upset and embarrass Liam Williams, who's tired, has been down three times, or four times was it in the end. It was four, wasn't it, because it was the 11th round as well. But I don't know, I don't think he won any fans at the end of that. I agree with you. I leave a bit disappointed that he took yeah. the mick a little bit, and didn't really carry on the work that he was doing and give us the statement that everybody was looking for. He boxed well now, Eubank, he took his eye off the ball a little bit through the middle rounds, he was looking for the single punch, he knew he could hurt Williams, he knew he could hurt him and hurt him badly, so he was looking for the spectacular knockout. It was a brilliant performance, you can't take it away from him, and he marches on to world level now. Credit to Chris Eubank Jr, because I think what he'd done there was he put on a masterclass, he was still trying things out in there by the way, that's not the complete 
Chris Eubank Jr. He's not completed yet. I just think he showed that, that, that he was a class above Liam Williams. I think that's definitely a new, improved Chris Eubank. And I think we're going to get more to come as well. As you've all said tonight, that's easily the finest performance. But maybe Liam Williams gave him the perfect canvas to paint that on. Because Liam was fo come forward and bullish from the start and wasn't finessed in the way he attacked him. Probably the best Chris Eubank Jr. I've, I've ever witnessed. I think that his punch selection was brilliant. His speed was brilliant. His timing was good. Yes, he switched off a little bit in the middle rounds. But overall, that was a great performance against a strong, credible opponent. And we end today's show with some egg-chasing chat as Scotland beat England 2017 in the Six Nations. Scotland 20, England 17, and they have retained the Kolkata Cup. Uh, against the run of play, it has to be said... Chapter bits, we worked incredibly hard for large parts of that game to, to get the good outcomes. Yeah, we're massively disappointed we lost. Like, let's make that clear, and Scotland deserved to win. It was always going to be difficult for, for a team with, with that weather... Um, to try and to get a try or, or force a penalty, but I'm just really proud of the the efforts first at the scrum, uh, and then obviously in the the phase defence. We stuck to our systems. We stuck to what we what works best for us, um, and thankfully uh, we've came out with the with the perfect scoreline for us. Doesn't change anything, mate. Doesn't change anything. It's next game. Get as many points as we can. Next game, get as many points as we can. Next game, we get as many points as we can. Then we're in the last game. And if we're in a hunt for the trophy, well and good. If we're not, then we've played some good rugby. Obviously very good for our team, but our, our team are on a five-game journey here uh, for this championship, and we know it's just the, the first game. The uh, Scots managed to uh, hang on, and they retain the Calcutta Cup. They're still in the Triple Crown. They're still in with a chance of the Grand Slam as well. It's ended here in dramatic style. Scotland 20, England 17. Today obviously felt like one of huge effort, could have gone either way. I, I felt England played really well today. They're, they're a strong side. Yeah, it's, a, it's tough for us to start the tournament like that. We had a really good preparation. I, I thought we played with a lot of purpose, a lot of drive, a lot of determination, and we'll go on to Italy next week and be even better. So that's it for another podcast. Thing, thanks for listening on the Talksport app wherever you get your podcasts from. I don't really care. Make sure, of course, you hit that subscribe button. I do care about that. I'm back tomorrow night at 10 p.m. on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar, alongside the fun boy Jason Cuddy, taking your calls on all the games I've mentioned and other bits and pieces as well. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport daily podcasts out first in the morning. So do what you got to do to get it. Is my advice. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.